I've always been convinced that the real problem in our country and our nation is not in the White House, is not in the Congress, is not in the Supreme Court. It's not in the state houses of government. The real issue, the real problem that we need to deal with is the maturity of Christian believers. You know, if there were no believers in a community, in a, uh, an area that I would move into, my first object would be to win someone to Jesus Christ, to bring someone to faith in Christ, to help them understand how much God loves them and Christ died for them, and to establish a relationship with them as they establish a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's paramount. That's the most important thing. Do you know for a fact when you die you're going to heaven? Do you really know that? Do you know that you have eternal life? And that's not knowing that you'll live forever, but that you have a relationship with God. Christ is real to you. He is eternal life. The second thing that I believe would be my responsibility, if there are believers in a community already, my responsibility would help them to grow into spiritual maturity, to be a mature Christian. I've always been convinced the greatest hindrance to someone coming to Jesus Christ is a Christian who says he's a Christian but does not live out his faith. He's immature in his Christian faith, and his faith does not live out practically in his life every day, and then they become a hindrance. I've heard it said that Mahatma Gandhi, as he studied the religions of the world and was seeking for truth, before he became the great leader he was, he said, I would have become a Christian after studying the tenets of Christianity. I would have become a Christian until I met some, until I met some. What a tragedy. And so today, as we look at the book of James, it appears to me as James is writing to the 12 tribes scattered abroad, the believers, their brethren, he calls them, that are all over the world. He's looking at the different difficulties that they're having in their relationships with each other, and he's writing this book to encourage them to spiritual maturity. Matter of fact, a word that he uses several times right here in the very beginning of the book in verse 4, he says, let steadfast have its perfect, have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Right off the bat, he's saying that you might be complete. You might be a person of uh, maturity in your walk and in your life. Um, oh, so sad today that many of our churches are full of baby Christians baby Christians. They haven't grown up yet. Matter of fact, as you look through the book of James, you'll see that that's what he was dealing with. You have impatient in difficulties. That's children. That's what they do. Talking, but not living out the truth in chapter 2, verse 14. In chapter 3, they have no control of the tongue. That's an immature child or an immature adult. They are fighting and coveting, chapter 4, verse 1. They're collecting material tools, toys, I mean, uh, playthings, uh, things of the world, trying to be rich rather than trying to be rich toward God. Uh, those are all marks of immaturity in a Christian's life. And so James is writing this book to correct that. Now, as he continues to deal with these things, he talks about temptations, overcoming temptations. 
But t- today we want to na- take the next step. First step to overcoming temptation is to recognize the source of them, that old nature that we've talked about the last couple days. But the next way to deal with temptation is understand the goodness of God. And so we'll look at this the next couple days. He says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness or shadow due to change. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Satan's trick is to make us think that God is keeping something back from us. God is not good and God does not care. Well, tomorrow we'll be looking at this passage again because I believe one of the great uh, barriers to temptations is recognizing the goodness of God in every situation. God bless and have a wonderful day as you continue to study this book and as you strive for spiritual maturity in your walk with God. Have a great day.